0: Morning. Any reference to homosexuality regarding the host, his producer, or the show's guests are intended
1: for comic relief only. Said levity has absolutely, positively, and irrefutably no indication of the host's sexuality. In other words... I'm not gay! So we at the Scott Connors Show politely request that those of you with queer tendencies refrain from sending, mailing, or emailing questionable photos and or assorted fact faults.
2: When he's not rubbing down his fellow man, he's calling it like he sees it. He's Scott Connor on News Radio 770 KKOB.
1: Hey, way to be there, Billy. Love you, man. Feeling the love on the Scott Connor show. Five to seven on Saturdays. I'm feeling the love. Getting on, gushy eyed. little verklept. Well, cl- clap? What? Verklept. Whatever. It yeah, carry on. He's making up words, Larry. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it's Larry One-Liner Hike, my attorney at law, sitting across from me to make sure I don't incite a riot, to make sure that I don't
3: say something wrong, say something,
1: yeah, say something inappropriate that might cause repercussions on whomever, whatever. I don't care, but you do, and that's what you're, you know, here for. <laughs> I, I, I just, I just, I just throw it out there, man. You know, I just throw it into the universe and see if, uh, you know. If I if I get if I get snake eyes or maybe box cars.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, right, that's
1: great. Moving along. <laughs> hey, I'm making craps re- craps uh, 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 references. Box cars. <laughs> you want box cars? You've never even played craps. Uh, oh, 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 he's played craps. Oh, I played craps. That's yeah, the right.
3: security people at Route 66. Oh, I love that <laughs> casino.
1: All right, uh, you're on the Scott Conner Show. Two four three thirty three thirty three one eight hundred four six zero zero seven seven zero on Pound seven seven zero on Verizon. We're talking about. American fortitude and and personal...
3: Personal integrity, personal loyalty. Personal... Perseverance. Perseverance. Yeah.
1: What happened to being American, being a rugged individual, instead of like the 450 sheep that jumped to their death over in Turkey? Let's go to James real quick. They've been holding through the break. Hey, James, you're on the Scott Conner Show.
4: Hey, guys, you're out of control today. Oh, f- um, first of all, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. It's like saying you can't be here and somewhere, somewhere else at the same time. What's the difference if you say you can't be somewhere else at the same time uh, as you are here? James. So once you add the word "too" to it, then it makes sense. That's number one. Number two, okay. oil. Oil is bought on futures. So if Nigeria or Venezuela says we're gonna pump an extra hundred million gallons or barrels, the price will drop even before it arrives.
3: Okay. Right?
4: That's so. number two. Number three, water. You there are a certain amount of resources have to be in place to purify water. If we only use one tenth that amount, those resources are still there. So you have a choice. You can either have the money in your pocket and no water or pay extra for the water. What's your
3: choice? Go ahead, Larry. Man, you pick the fight with them. <laughs> well, first let's talk about the oil. If the price of the oil is going down below sixty-one dollars, okay, I can understand that. But but the point is, is that what's being reported in the newspaper is being reported by the news is that the price of the oil is going up because it's the oil rigs out there in the Gulf of Mexico are going to get hit. If that's, that's right, not the truth, tell us is the truth.
4: That's right, because it's bought on futures. They thought they would be hit, and they thought in being hit, okay. they wouldn't be able to pump the oil, so the price went up.
3: Okay, but then the price came down. What's going on now?
4: Well, they realized that, actually the hurricane came through and didn't take down.
3: Okay, what happened to the what happened to the gasoline prices of the pump? Oh, did they go down?
4: <sighs>
3: did they go down? Come on, James. Did they go down or not?
4: They have not gone down. They have down not gone down, so who's making the money on that? In both directions. James,
3: who's making the money on that, James? He's calling you out, James.
4: The big oil companies are making the money. I'm Thank you very much. Chevron's going to have the I'm best part of its life. Point. Yeah, but, but let's, let's also be honest in that we pay very little for gasoline compared to the rest of the world.
3: Understandable. I understand, and if I understand you go to Italy, that the rate of right, inflation
4: pay $9, basically $9 a gallon.
3: I understand that, James. I mean, but and we still drive our SUVs and our big trucks. And I mean, instead of why doesn't why doesn't Congress take a stand instead of giving the farm implement six thousand five pound vehicles a tax break? Why don't we charge them a gasoline tax? Why don't we do that, James? Well, we encourage. I agree people. with
4: you. I, I, that's the same way. You know, they hire the illegals that come here wow. at a very low rate, pay them squatters' rate per hour. Yeah. And at the same time we subsidize So what
1: you uh, James so you're a little you're a little ticked off about this whole you know giving aliens uh like almost a free ride to get money from the government or financing from banks to uh to to purchase a home when we no, have no. to give no, a, no. a sample
4: I'm of blood. no not at all No no I, I do not take exception to that what I take exception to is they get paid slave labor to do stoop labor and because they say no Americans want to do that, that's really true. There are very few Americans yeah. want to. All do right, that.
1: all right. American. Look, I've said this before, James. Look, I I love that you're a hippie and you were a birking stocks. I'm gonna put you on hold. We're gonna give you a free appetizer, or dessert to, uh, to uh, rockfish. I-, I like James. I, I like, like James. I, call you call. know, he's, he's a definitely call. a hippie. No, it was he- a good call. He's smoking your your marijuana. You know, your little uh-huh. your little VW. Bug. Right. Hey, he got some good points. No, it's the truth. I mean, it's just like our governor. Front page of the Albuquerque Journal. Again, they haven't done a story on me. Hint. Uh, Saturday morning, uh, July 16th, uh, the, the, on, uh, above the fold, it says, Governor wants worker program for Mexicans. Why is this man kind, You know, uh, k- kowtowing down to people who don't even, I, I'd even uh, Americans? Shouldn't he be kowtowing down to creating more jobs for our youth? How about that? Creating you know tax incentives for employers who hire you know the local teenager for or how about tax incentives for parents who send their kids out to do a summer job? I'd be for that get your kids out of the house, get them off the Xbox and get them out there picking a watermelon or cabbage or something like that Let's go to Jim. Hey, Jim, you're on the Scott Conner show.
5: Hey, how you doing?
1: I'm doing good, my friends
5: Excellent. I just saw the weirdest thing going down the highway
1: oh, I'm the worst Wow, that <laughs> sounds so bizarre. say again, Jim. All right. Call back, Jim. We lost Jim. We did lose Jim. But er- you know what? Mike is waiting right behind Jim. All right. Let's get to Mike. All right. Hey, by the way, don't let me forget to mention the uh, motor vehicle department while we're at it. I got just an odd little quirk about that. Hey, Mike, you're on the Scott Connor Show, 770.
5: How you doing, Scott?
1: I'm doing good. I think it's a good show today.
5: Yeah, it is. It's excellent. Thank you. I had to call about James being an idiot. Thank you. Um, you but know,
1: but the- he got a gift certificate, though, because I appreciate idiots.
5: Well, yeah, and you gotta—it's you gotta, it, free entertainment when they're around. So, <laughs> but the problem is—is is, you know those guys are getting paid squatter wages. He says, "Okay, well, in America, we're the land of innovation. So, there's a company named Simco that's building a chili thinning machine because where there's a need, there's a necessity, and people invent things like 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 light like bulbs. So, we don't have to do that hard work because we're smart enough to build a machine that does it." and that causes jobs for the rest of us. So, James is an idiot. He he can help the economy in other ways and those people can stay over in their country, to secure our borders and the world would be a better place.
1: Now, do you think Mike, what uh, How old are you, Mike?
5: Uh 31.
1: Okay. So you're I think that people who were teenagers in the 80s Saw the last of the true America. I don't think the true America exists anymore. I agree. I, I think we saw the tail end of it. You know, when you could spank your children, when you could discipline your kids, when you could—if uh, somebody trespasses on your property, you can knock the snot out of them.
5: When you, you know. had contact with people from World War II, you know, I yeah. mean, we we got to see what those people were all about, and those people are gone or leaving, and yeah. harder to That's contact a great point with. So. Great right up there.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, and and you know, the people who are being parents today, uh, you know, don't know how to be parents, and is that an excuse? No, no. but uh, it, it just do you? I truly, truly, I'm using this show as a vehicle to 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 ask questions that will better my life, and hopefully, it will enlighten and better other people's lives, Mike. But do you do you look around at this country and just sigh in sorrow?
5: Oh, constantly. I mean, it, it's. I
1: mean we live when, when in a great growing up,
5: okay. you know when our generation was growing up it, we were looking at okay we have the ability to have a great country it, it it's diminishing quickly and you know work ethic is gone yes. kids okay. have no respect for the country um it, it's kind of weird because I kind of look at it as the baby boomer generation said okay it's the, it's the right or the left and because of they were so hard-nosed about their views they haven't allowed any progress to happen. I mean, they're, they're you know, they were the hippie generation, and they kind of ruined it for the rest of us.
3: Well, right. I, I, it has to be
5: this way or that way.
3: Mike, I would disagree with you on, a, on, a, on one respect. It was that generation that stood up with respect to the issues that were going on in Vietnam. It was that generation that stood up with respect to the issues that were going on in civil rights. Now, I don't disagree with you about the individuals that fought in World War II and personal integrity and personal responsibility. There's a fantastic book that was written probably two years ago called 1968.
1: Which nobody's going to read because you actually have to sit down and read a book.
3: but, But it was the most controversial year, probably, in American history with everything that was going on. But one thing that people did do, whether you respected it or not, is they stood up and took a stand. We're going to talk about that when we come back from the break. Mike, I'm going to put you on hold, buddy.
1: And uh, what do you want to give him, sir? Let's give him, uh, let's give him a $10 to Rockfish. Let's do that. Uh, when we come back from the break, I want to talk about the First Amendment. Again, I can't get away from that, freedom of speech. And I want to talk about revolution, and I want to talk about 1966 1967 when the country stood up as a whole you know or in pockets and they said we're not going to take this anymore and we got rid of a president we got people out of vietnam and is it time according to history is that good larry be be careful i'm being careful i'm skating but that's why you're here uh, after this break, we'll be right back, 243 3333 And, pow, 770 on Verizon. Scott Connor Show on 770 KKLB.
2: is the Scott Connor Show. Voted again as New Mexico's Station of the Year from the New Mexico Broadcasters Association. We're News Radio 770
1: KKOB. So Sarah comes in here and I, I, I said, hey, Billy. Hey, Billy. Yo, dude. Do you have that song by uh, Hall & Oates? Sarah. Hey, Sarah. I don't think that's Hall & Oates. It is. It Sarah is? Smile? Yes. Sarah. Sarah,
2: no time is there a good time for a goodbye yeah because, yeah
1: and sarah's standing here, she looks so beautiful and uh she comes in uh, and and is my a uh, personal assistant here on the show because definitely i need all the help i can get for shizzle <laughs> <laughs> i have to look that up in some kind of i don't know some a kind 44 of lexicon. year old
2: man should not be saying for shizzle
1: Wow, that's twice he's given out your age. But I do want to say something on Sarah's behalf. Look, we had a caller call up, and that person was rude to Sarah, and that person was using vulgar language. You got a problem with my show, you email me. You don't chew out one of my uh, my supportive cast here. You chew me out. Sarah's a darling, and if you got a problem with her, you talk to me. And she's volunteering her time. And she's volunteering her time. And uh, she's very nice to our callers. She's a a valued member at 770 and Citadel Communications. She's a professional. And uh, again, if you've got a problem, sir, you call me, and I'll be more than happy to have it out with you. All right? End of that. Okay. Give up the website just for the email. uh, Yeah, scottconnorshow.com. And, of course, Connors with an E-R, not O-R, spelled properly. (laughs) S-C-O-T-T-C-O-N-N-E-R-S-H-O-W.com. You can email. Me. Also, email me. Let you let me know if you want guests on the show, or you just dig it with the with the the small supportive cast I have on here. Oh, whatever you guys want, it's your show in New Mexico. I said that from day one. So whatever you know, floats your boat, we'll do. If you want guests on here, we'll have guests. And if you don't want guests on here and you like a little bit more tighter knit, that's not a problem with me either. Let's go, with Timothy. Timothy, you're on Scott Connor Show, seven seventy.
5: Oh yes, thanks for having me on. Not a problem. Um, I like all the topics you brought out today. Um, you know, what I'd like to see is, uh, since you have a voice for the community and, and for New Mexico, um, with your radio show, I would really like to see, um, if you could give us some, some ways to actually be proactive in this, in terms of, um, you know, uh, you know in general, like the, the, I like the one about the, uh, cable, you know, how can I actually fight these things?
3: Well, actually, the cable company, you can probably call, they are regulated, uh, Ah, uh, you can call the uh, Public Regulation Commission. Uh, you can also call the City of Albuquerque because they are franchised from the City of Albuquerque. You can uh, contact the Mayor's office, and I will say this: the Mayor does have a good staff. His administrative aides will put you in the right people, the right, put you in touch with the right people. Hey,
1: you know, I'm going to I'm going to stand up for the Mayor real quick. And a lot of things I don't agree with, but as a person, I think he's a neat, neat guy. But I'll tell you something: you, you know, even if you have nothing to say to the Mayor, you should call the city because they have the nicest people on the phone i kid you not they go out of their way you could tell them to eat a, a pile of lumping uh, steaming cow dung and they're like thank you sir have a great day and how else may i serve you i kid you not the customer service uh, uh level at, at the city of albuquerque is is bar none the best i've ever ever heard you are
2: so you were so right I've, I've met many of uh marty's uh associates and uh when they when he was doing a show here right. when i was producing a show and it's it's amazing how wonderful everyone is that that works for. Uh, I, I us. can
1: I cannot tell you, Billy. I call up and I'm like, hey, let me talk to such and such, and they're just you can you could you could you could you could you could do whatever you want, and they're just a nice. I don't know if that's his, it's his directive. I'm sure. But the, it's also a little
2: kind of, and I'm not saying it's a bad way. It's almost a little creepy because you you really don't know if they're telling you to go.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> go you yeah. know. Yeah, yourself. take a flying leap. Yeah, yeah it, but in, at the, but they're actually saying, you know, oh, and it's it's so nice to serve you. Have a,
3: you know, thanks for spending yeah. yeah. Albuquerque.
1: I have asked him for pedicures many times, but I haven't got it. Hey, Timothy, thank you for calling. We're going to put you on hold and give him uh, give him a free appetizer slash dessert to uh, to Rockfish. Thank you, sir. Um, you know what? We should do that. Uh, if you want to call the governor, I, I believe from memory it's uh, 827-3000 is the governor's number up at, uh, in Santa Fe.
3: Well, if you, if you feel that you've been wronged by a, a business or it's a better business bureau, the attorney general has a consumer uh, yeah. a watchdog, so to speak. Uh, certainly I've had success. You've had success calling the mayor's office. And, you know, just if somebody would tell me why, you know, for example, I want to know why the gasoline prices are going up. And if you're going to tell me something, for example, that the hurricane may hit – Right. Uh, let it be the truth. Well, it's, it, this whole thing's got started on
1: America forty two by standing up, you know. And, and like I said, I've gotten in trouble, and I've been threatened, and I've been whatever, you know, chastised for having a mouth on me. Well, that's what got me on this show, because if you've listened to my show, I'll tell it like it is. And if I don't have a show tomorrow, then that's fine. You know, if, I, if I've been stalked, whatever, that's fine, because I will not back down from the truth. And if it hurts... It hurts, just like Christians, and everybody knows that I am one. You're supposed to be light and salt, and they're both healants and irritants. And, it's, and this kind of thing came up this week because I, you know, we got that movie, uh, what's it called? With, on, on, on the Border with J-Lo and... Um,
3: a, a border Town. Border Town, that's it.
1: And so before they got here, um, you know, I called the publicist and I said, Hey, we'd love to have these guys on the show. You know, They're in New Mexico. We're financing your film. We'd love to have you on the show. And, um, you know, and the publicist had the whole L.A. attitude and they kind of blew me off. Okay, fine, fine, fine. So here we are. They have a six week shoot or five week shoot. And now we're down to about a week and a half left of them being in in New Mexico. I call up the publicist and I'm like, hey, you know, uh, what's the deal in getting on the show? And the guy gave me this L.A. attitude and I got all ticked off. And I said, look, you know, you're you're you guys are in New Mexico. We have financed your film and I really want you on this show. But also you need to be on other people's shows. You're in New Mexico. We're paying for your film, and you need to be a little bit more, you know, community uh, grateful that we're giving you fifteen million dollars. You know, and it's not just my—I don't care if you come on my show. I really don't care. But you know, you should take interviews for Channel Seven. You should, uh, you know, make a public appearance and just say thank you, New Mexico, for allowing us financing for this film, so we may have jobs. And so, you know, then I called the film commission, you know, and then the film commission did this and that. And it's just, you know, and then I got in trouble. I got in trouble for saying, look, it's not that I want one of these celebrities on the show. It's the fact that the whole attitude of the L.A. people who come out here to New Mexico and take our money and legislators and, and, and the, uh, the, the investment council are all, are all, you know, wow, that oh, you know, there's a movie star in town. And we got some guy in L.A. who's ministering all this, a guy by the name of Peter Deckham in Los Angeles. You know, and you got an LA guy administering New Mexican money. You know, and yet I have yet to see one New Mexican film, except one which was, which was secured by his father's money, uh, oil wells. Other than that, a normal New Mexican can't get a hold of the hundred million dollars sitting there that's been earmarked for for New Mexicans. And and I, this is a personal thing for me because I was there at the beginning, and I was there with uh, 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 Governor uh, uh, Johnson. Austin. And the head of the Union 480, and, and, and then uh, uh, the head of the Film Commission back then, Nancy Everest. And I was there, and I was asked to be there. And the whole purpose of this film finance thing was to what? To train New Mexicans and give them a voice, to give them the ability to make films and have an indigenous film community. But there again, you can't get it, you, they have made it impossible. And I have raised my voice about this. And it's not about getting a celebrity on the show. I really could, I'd really rather have a plumber on the show than j because they're real. This is what this show is about. It's about New Mexicans with a New Mexico voice. But again, I stand up, and it, my, my gripe was is that they got 15. They raised it in the last legislation. It was $7.5 million you can get for a film. Now it's $15 million. We would just finance their film for $15 million. And they don't have time? To give a little bit back to community, and and the, and the line he fed me was, well, "When we're done with the shoot, we'll 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 start taking our considering." Well, I've been in show business long enough to know when you wrap a film, everybody scatters to the win. You're not coming back to New Mexico to do, you know, uh, interview with, uh, you know, Tom Joles over on Four. You know, or who, who sings the uh, lullabies on Chantel?
3: Martina, Martina, Little Ricky yeah.
1: Schroeder did. Oh, he,
3: but yeah.
2: when he did his uh, film out here, did he, did he do his things? yeah he went on t v oh yeah, he, uh, but he's he
1: from here on isn't the radio he? no oh it's, it's Dookie Hauser. Duke Hauser yeah, Dukey just... Hauser was from here but, uh,
3: comment go ahead I, I would like to see you know if you're going to be shooting in New Mexico we're going to give him fifteen million dollars, and I know that obviously it it improves the tourism for the state, but you know it when does? they say but they say that they hire individuals here, and it's true they hire them as extras. Tell me one movie that's been shot here where' and a Mexican. Was a the director
1: shot. was the director, or was the gets a shot
3: yeah at saying anything.
1: oh yeah, you want a, you want a speaking role in any of these things uh, you've got to go to Los Angeles and pretend you 're an l a actor you can't just be an actor off the street you know uh, in New Mexico they don't hire they, we're, we're the stupid cousins, man, and that's always been my problem. We have the money. And it's 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 we keep giving it to people out of state, and nobody. I got friends who have wonderful films, and we could pull off a film for a fraction of what they did at the same quality, well, but we're going to we're going to use New Mexicans. We should take a call real quick. Hey, Steve, you're on the Scott Conner show.
5: Hey, Scott, how you doing?
1: You know, I whatever.
5: <laughs> well, you know, I work for a local paint store here. Okay. And and we gave a lot of uh, J Lo's movie set came in and bought a lot of paint. Yeah, they left us high and dry, over fifteen grand.
3: Oh,
1: th- this is this is a common, from what I understand. Protect me, Larry, but it is it is my understanding this is what they've been doing.
5: You know. Yeah, and you know what? It sucks because you know now I'm out fifteen grand. I can't pay you know my employees what they spend.
3: Well, I would suggest, uh, uh, Steve. What I would suggest you do is you contact the film commission. She's not going to do anything. I, you contact I, the I film commission. Asked. Tell me. Uh, what did they what, tell what, you?
5: I've contacted the producers and, and there's just zero name out there. Yeah. I'm not going to get my money from my paint store, and there are other supporting people that came through my paint store, and they ain't getting paid either. And that sucks. Yeah, that I mean, th- it
1: sucks. Steve, I'll tell you something. I literally, uh, you know, I'm going to put you on hold, brother, because well, I, and, we I give, heard... and we give, I'm going to give you twenty dollars. That's going to help pay back the fifteen grand you got you got you got stiffed on. How about that? Twenty dollars gift get to Carabas. Thank but, you. You're right, brother. That's just wrong. That's just That's wrong. just how it is. They come here, and that's the reason I'm not in Los Angeles. I got tired of the I'm better than you. And the whole purpose of this film commission, I'm sorry, this this film bill, the whole purpose of this six years ago... Was that we were to invest in New Mexicans to have an indigenous film community, so we can support ourselves.
3: And slowly they are doing some of those things. Slowly they are. You I mean, but slowly they are. But uh, but again, grabbing onto the big names, grabbing onto the Steven Spielberg's coming out here doing Into the West has provided employment opportunities for actors. Uh, you know, you twenty would, bucks a day and a meal. Good meals though. Sometimes great meals. Sometimes, Sometimes. But, but, but again. What's going on here is you've got to take a step back and say, is this really where we're going with this? Yeah, we're
1: not. I mean, the thing is that you know I proposed a bill this past session that was the Columbus bill, which set aside $10 million for indigenous filmmakers that would have to have a 75% higher rate in every single department. That means your directorial team. That means your producing team. That means you know breaking down your actors from starring, co-starring, and featured. That you would have to have seventy-five percent new Mexicans in all those roles. I mean, until you start giving New Mexicans the opportunity to play with the big boys. Well. Alright, let's go to break. 243 3, 3, 3, one 800 460, 0, 0, 0770. 0, pound 770 on Verizon. Christina, keep holding. Give
3: me fuel, give me five, give me that which I desire. Ooh.
2: Listening to the Scott
1: Connor Show. Wow, Billy just has a whole flair for bumper music. You know, I love you, Billy. Love you, man. I'm writing a note to you right now. Can you, can you read that? Don't be a moron. Can you play those? <laughs> I love those. Don't be a moron. Thank you. Don't be a loser. Yeah, one more. Don't, Don't be a- an idiot. <laughs> It's my show. I like to toy around with. It. I mix. Don't listen. be a criminal. Yeah. Speaking of criminals, so th- so that's probably me. I probably broke a law somewhere by saying, "Look, you know, you need to get back to New Mexico." So this PR person for the uh, border town called the film commission, and <laughs> film commission, you know, did their thing, and they didn't stand up for New Mexico. They stood up for the production company. You know, and the response I got was they got fifteen million dollars. There's nothing in the contract that the money we're loaning them interest free that says they have to give anything back to New Mexico, you know, as far as press interviews or any kind of community thing and it just to me again, this goes back to American fortitude. you know when I had investors on my project, we did things with them, you know just I, whenever you wanted me in a meeting, I was there because I was so thankful to local investors who who invested in my project. Now you got this guy, Steve was it Steve Yes. Who's out fifteen thousand dollars? What are you going to do for them, come, you know, film commission? If the guys, if the guys on the level and he's got fifteen thousand dollars, you know, in, in invoices that haven't been paid, and and the state of New Mexico is loaning fifteen million dollars to these, uh, to the, you know, investing basically in in this movie and another movie too. I think the state should at least provide Steve the opera, the name of the person he can sue. Yeah, or the state should stand up and say we're going we're not gonna you know come through with this money. We're not going to continue to finance you if you're if you're you know you're raping our local citizens out here. Fifteen thousand dollars, fifteen thousand dollars out of fifteen million—that's nothing. That's just, that's just That's what incenses me. Now, now can, and we got hot people calling. Wow. Uh, can can we um, can we protest the production? According yeah. to the first, where's the First Amendment here? We well, got the First Amendment. Yeah. Can we uh, let's see? Uh, can we can we get, have the rights for people to peacefully assemble and petition the government for? Yeah, Can we peacefully assemble outside their production. And with, like, picket signs, can we walk around like that?
3: So long as you get a permit from the proper uh, governing authority. So we need a permit. You need a permit. And and can they deny us a permit? Uh, for certain reasons, sure. Okay. I mean, for example, anytime you want to do a protest or an assemblage or a parade, for example, you have to have police protection. And that's what the permit fees go for.
1: Okay. But we can have a permit if we find out where this border town is and we can, like, you know, we can protest in peace with, like, signs saying, Hire New Mexicans. Don't screw Steve. I was $15,000, you know. <laughs> Or okay. Go home Or go home Alright let's go to a couple callers here Wow it's lit up Let's go to Christina hey, Christina you're on the Scott Conner Show
0: Hey Scott Long time no talk How are you doing? I'm
1: doing well how do, you, how do you like the show so far? I love it Thank you By
0: the way I have a master's degree In public communication And um, that uh, border town Part of it was filmed Across the street from me So I took it upon myself To go over and see If they got a contract For the use of their house No Did they paint it back The color it was? No did they give them the money? No. So I made a few phone calls and um, got them the 500 they were promised, and then the person asked me, what do you think they really should get? And I said, three times as much, and that's what they got. Wow. And now I'm on my little campaign because the college girls next door, only the people from California don't know who really owns the house, got one one-fifteenth fif- one of the people beside them.
1: Right. Well, well, that's but, not fair. No, that the applause is for you for standing up to these guys because they come out here and they treat us like uh yeah. you know ugly redheaded stepchildren, and they think that they can come out here. You know, you, you know, a no, location just, manager should have I set it up. Loud. polite and loud. Good for you. Good. Thank you so much for
0: calling. You know, Scott- <laughs> never give me any food, and I'm so skinny. All right, oh, give her a
1: $10 gift certificate to Rockfish. Thank you, Christina, for, for being a Rockfish.
0: L- thank you. Paisano sometime.
1: No, I do Rockfish. a zoo. All right,
2: she says she's so skinny? Is that what
1: yeah, she that's said? That's what she said. I, I have no idea. Not what she said. Yeah, I'm a such a softie. Uh, oh, Scott, I have no food. I can't eat. I'm calling your show, your last resort for food. Hey, it's the Christian way. It is the Christian way. Let's go to Steve. Hey, Steve. Oh, oh God, we lost Steve at the last second. Let's go to Tony. Hey Tony, you're on the Scott Connor show.
6: Hey, how's it going, Scott?
1: Hey, I'm on a rant today. I'm th- talking about American 42. Can you, you people need to stand up for what's right? And sometimes you take a hit like I do. I'm, yeah, getting...
6: I'm with you all the way, man. Fight the power here. So, hey, I got I got a suggestion. Maybe you know how when you buy a house, you know it's got to be like free of like any liens or anything. Maybe they could like have something to wear you know in the laws or whatever to where that. You know these people that aren't getting paid, they could sort of file a lien against that that company who's
4: doing the movie
6: so that when they come in to do another movie they don't get they don't get the contract unless they're free and clear. I mean it's just a suggestion
1: so I like that
6: so uh i you asked about uh any actors that have have actually had speaking parts in movies I know uh three people one guy I can't remember his last name. But his name is William. He's a he's a guitar player, and people know him as Willie. And he had a speaking part, a small part in uh, Suspect Zero. And they, they shot a bunch <laughs> what of... What a floating
1: snicker bar that thing was. <laughs> Sorry. I
6: like that movie.
1: Oh, whatever. You're sick, Tony. Go on. No,
6: but anyway, I, I, I thought it was a good movie. But I, I liked it. I was, of course, and you know, I was kind of excited because all, almost all of it was shot in New Mexico. But uh, also, there's a, uh, a woman that uh, she's an elderly woman, and she's had a whole bunch of speaking parts. Her last name is Torres. And then there's a, 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 a guy; he's from the uh, Indian yeah. tribe up north. He, his name was Alan Tafoya. Into the uh, west. He's he's had several speaking parts in some movies, but you
1: know. Yeah, but those are they're, probably they're not they're not supporting roles. They're they're they're, they're right. You know, they're right. They're, they're, fe- right. no, they're feature roles. Parts here and
6: They're, they're, they're not folks. an actual role. You're right.
3: All right hey man, we'll put you on hold let's give him a free appetizer slash dessert to uh to uh, rockfish so there. Scott Scott, you would know this if you get a speaking role in one of these movies, don't you have to join the screen actors Guild oh uh, yeah you have to be, well
1: if, if it's a, if it's a union show like okay. if I go out and make a movie you know i can I can go ahead and hire who i want to hire so, but, so they
3: get paid this this pittance to say one line and then have to turn it over to the screen actors It has guild. to go
1: it has to go to the screen actors guild yeah and then it's you know they get a they get a, a day rate yeah. you know. And uh, but the thing is, again, it the whole purpose is you can throw us a bone, a crumb here and there. But how many New Mexicans has had a co-starring role next to Antonio Banderas, and you know, and, and or next to any of these people? How many have had a, a co-starring or a starring role? I think we should. Are you doggone right? I'm a talented guy. Got my own TV <laughs> show. You know? um, no, but you know, I'll tell you a good movie. I, I, I encourage everybody to go out and watch this movie and rent this movie. This was a New Mexican production. It's The Tale of Steve. Uh, Alton Walpole produced that. Uh, we had a guy who, uh, um, oh God, Duncan. Duncan wrote it. He lives in Santa Fe, and they actually filmed it 100% in New Mexico a couple years ago. And it actually is a fantastic movie, The Tau of Steve. Love it. It was made in New Mexico. Towel? Towel. Isn't like the, t- the Tau of uh, Physics or the towel. Oh, of- I thought
2: you said Towel.
1: No, T-O-A or T-A-L. Whatever. Okay. You. Yeah. Michael, you're on the Scott Conner show.
6: Hey, uh, Scott, my son uh, just graduated from a film school in L.A. Very talented, and not just because I'm biased. He wants to be able to come back to New Mexico to work, but the film industry uh, can't support him at this point in time. I'm thinking maybe we need to wean people off the crap that's coming out of Hollywood and take that money and let's say let's make a New Mexico-based film community with New Mexico theaters so that people can see something else like you can see at film festivals. Get educated and say we don't need Hollywood anymore. We got it all right here.
1: You know, I, I made the suggestion several times with the uh, New Mexico Film Advisory Committee, the uh, the Investment Committee, the Film Commission, and I've said, look, you know, can you support me? Like I said, I wrote a bill called the Columbus Bill, and uh, it was it was a it, it it solved all these problems. It literally did, and it got it got whittled down, and it was literally. Melted down to nothing, and nothing. It, it, all it did was increase the money for film people from L.A. But my my look, if you give me a million dollars, you know, in film terms, that's nothing. If you give me a million dollars, I'm going to give you a feature film filmed in 35 millimeter, yeah. and it's going to be done. And I'm going to hire all New Mexicans, and only services I can't get in New Mexico, I'm going to farm out. That is it. Now there's what you do is you you get you get together with the the uh, theater owners and you cut a deal with them. And, you know, there's enough people in New Mexico that, you know, if we create a Hollywood here, a New Mexico, our Hollywood, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll go see a New Mexican film. I'll pay the nine bucks to support, you know.
6: You're darn right.
1: Yeah. Why not?
6: And also and also consider uh, I've got five bucks in my pocket for that permit whenever we need to go protest. So All right Michael,
1: you email me at ScottConnorshow dot com and also you give a call up to uh, to Lisa Strauss, uh, who's a film commissioner, and you let her know you don't want to put up with this anymore. You you got want her that. to stick up for New Mexicans. How about that? I'm gonna put you on hold. I'm gonna give you a free appetizer or dessert at uh Rockfish. We're we gonna go to break. Oh, I like this song.
3: Yeah last segment. It
1: is the last segment. Scott Connor's show on 770 KKOB. The numbers here are 243 3333 1-800-460-0770. And pound 770 on Verizon. Do you think America has lost its fortitude? It's responsibility as, a, as an individual. We've got one more segment after this break. This is the Scott Connor Show. Here comes a boom!
2: You're listening to the Scott Connor Show. This is the home of the most popular talk shows in the country. News Radio 770,
3: KKOB. Am I in trouble, Larry? <laughs> well, that's, a, that's no, an open-ended I'm just, question. I'm just, I'm just Legally, saying. Legally, I don't think you're in
1: trouble. No, I'm just saying that you know, you people need to stand up for what is right. And and this whole film thing has been a monkey on my back for for six years. I've been trying to tap into it. We were the first production company to make the Investment Council give us uh, audience when the original Senate Bill Number Seven came out. There was like twenty one.